What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Beyond the Gym Floor. Today, we talked about how to go about making your first $1,000 week. Now, if you've already making $1,000, these principles still apply. We break down the four core pillars you need to be successful and then a few other little things that you consider to take that from 1000 to 2000 We then start unpacking whether or not Jason has body dysmorphia, which is a really interesting chat, and then unpack that into business and whether we can have some kind of disordered ideas around progress and whether we're coming from a place of security or insecurity when trying to achieve elite outcomes. It's a fun episode. As always, like, subscribe, share the podcast, put it up on your stories, get more people here. Appreciate it. Enjoy the episode. Yeah. Do you have notifications on it? Is that uh, why? Yeah, but even then, like sometimes I'm just like, oh, how many steps have I done? And I'll just start flicking mm. shit. Interesting. Yeah. I think because I have the, the, I don't want to say the shit one, but like the, <laughs> the less good one. There's mm. less features, so less distractions. Yeah, because I use my watch as a rest timer in the gym, yes. so I don't pick up my phone. Yes. Yeah. So little things like that, it's it actually puts friction in between. Yeah. Um, but yeah, golf, moving to the watch, I don't check my phone. Oh, that's the best, man. On the golf course anymore. Um, But yeah, I've never... I had my notifications on the first Garmin watch I got for like Mm. four days. I was like... Turn this the fuck off. Old quick. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it's not it. Yeah, I hate it. it And I hate being around people that have it on. Yeah. Mm. Because like you're having a... It's it's like another bit of friction. Mm. It's like their wrist is vibrating. Like, fuck, bro. Yeah. (laughs) Looking at the wrist, checking the message. Is that more important than you? Yeah stuff yeah well it's like obviously you wouldn't pull your phone out during a conversation but people just look at their watch thinking it's not rude but it's pretty rude yeah it's the same you just it's bad enough up. if you're looking at the time it's worse if you're looking at a message yeah. <laughs> it's kind of the same you're not paying attention to the person talking yeah it doesn't matter what you do you could be looking at a yeah you know, nice rack walking past behind <laughs> you, you know? like going off the other podcasts yeah. <laughs> i've just got boobs on my Big mind boobs now. have made <laughs> the first two minutes of both podcasts in the same uh. week we're on. Don't get me started. The boys are on. <laughs> See my true colours. <laughs> yeah, interesting. Yeah, I, I don't know. I like... I think the steps thing changes my behaviour, but there's not enough on it that distracts me. Yeah. I yeah. never go off my home screen on my watch. I, I kind of know when yeah. I haven't done my steps though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like I can sit there and be like, I've done 3,000 today and I'm looking, it's like 2,700. You know. Yeah. It's like if I haven't been for a, like today, I didn't do the 30 minutes on the treadmill. Yeah. So I'm going to, if I don't slow. go for a walk, I'm yeah. going to hit like 4,000 today. Yeah. So I kind of, yeah. I kind of have a, a roundabout-ish. I mean, I train, so I usually do 2,000 when I train. Yeah. So then I'll, I'll probably have a little bit more. It's yeah. like the macros thing, right? Like you have your routine. Man. Yeah, you know. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I'm so present with the, like when I, when Fuck. I track. We them, survived without them, didn't we? Yeah, like. well, that's it. It's like when I when I track, when you track and when you have all this stuff, like you you still want to pay attention to like what the day looks like. It's like, yeah. what does 2,000 calories look like? What does 5,000 look like? Yeah. What does 15,000 steps look like? What does 4,000 steps look like? Mm-hmm. And then if you're, aw- the awareness is the behavior. Yeah. So then you don't have to live with being yeah, bound to the watch and shit for the rest yeah. of your life, you know? Um, and then when things aren't going your way, mm. we're fine. Yeah. The only other thing I like is the sleep quality feedback yeah okay i don't have that on mine i don't think surely i think i've got to i think i've got to look at the app to get the feedback yeah i I can't 
do it on the watch. Correct. Yeah. So yeah. I have fuck like I said, fuck all features on this. I just look at the face on the home screen and the golf thing. That's it. Yeah. Um, but syncing with the app, you obviously you can see deep versus RAM, blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah. It's not accurate, but it's very predictive, and I know when it reads well that I got good sleep and stuff. It usually correlates to how I feel, which like kind of means that I don't need it. <laughs> But it's a good reminder for me to have less... Because the main thing that impacts my sleep quality is screen time. Does it tell you HRV and whether you should train or not? No. It does not. What a shit phone. Uh, what a shit watch. <laughs> you need this much volume. Fuck, I remember when that first came out and you used to have to put your finger on the camera. Yeah. I bought a Morpheus, bro. Yeah, well. Uh, yeah. I went right in. And I think like I was, I had it maybe like three or four weeks and I had the lowest HRV score I'd ever had and I PB'd my deadlift. And I was like, I'm not doing this anymore. <laughs> this is fucking useless <laughs> yeah I think at some point like you just hey your intuition and I think just your willingness to like yeah do the thing like you know if we talk about it it's like <laughs> yeah well the correlation to strength training seems to be pretty poor anyway so yeah it's like if I feel like I should train I probably should train yeah yeah no you should probably warm up yeah and then decide if you should train well I don't fucking want to train a lot yeah exactly. so <laughs> It's like, dude, I don't need something to tell me to not train even more. Correct. Yeah. I think that is the real the real test for me. It's like, do you warm up? Yeah. And I'll even I'll say this to clients. Like, go to the gym, do your warm up. If you don't want to train, do do half an hour and treadmill and go home. Yeah. They always fucking train. Yeah. Because it's like, well, I'm here now. But yeah. after you warm up and you've gone through those steps, you just you feel all right. Yeah. I don't, and like, those those workouts are the ones, in my opinion, they're the ones that count. Yeah. So I don't want to, I don't want a device to justify me just to go home. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah like I'd I, rather just fucking get it done. Yeah, yeah, I do not have that. The only other one I have, actually, I use all the features that I have on my watch. Let's <laughs> just say that. Um, the stress score is interesting. Yeah. Doesn't that just go off your heart rate? And if it's in a certain um, zone, Maybe. it quantifies the score. Yeah. So um, if you spend, so it'll have points based on the, yeah. the, the heart rate range. Yeah. And then... Yeah, if you spend most time in this, it'll give you a... a yeah. I think it's like that. And then that exists outside of exercise. So if you're exercising, Correct. it turns off. Because, um, yeah, that's a good like little just reminder for me. Yeah. It's just like, hey, yeah. calm fuck down. <laughs> this is why your messages on social media are salty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. So literally, I was on the treadmill doing my steps... And I was going to do the video in the gym, but it was too loud. Yeah. I was like, I'll record it in the car. Flicking through my stories and then your story came up of like, this is why we're hating on everyone for morning routines. And I was yeah. like, oh, now it looks like we've had a conversation about it. No, we just think the but same. we just had... We just share the same mind. Yeah. And because yeah. we both posted about it in like 24 hours, like, oh, fuck, sounds like we're really coming for people. Yeah. <laughs> well, I kind of... Which we were. Maybe I am. Yeah. <laughs> if the shoe fits... Yeah. Look, all I'm all I'm doing is bringing awareness to the fact that you can spend a lot of time uh, not getting things done by listing meaningless shit in your day yeah. and telling your subconscious that you're busy. So, you know. did you watch my story on it? Uh, it's okay if you didn't. No, I di- I didn't. You know why I didn't? It's because you tagged me in the thing, but and then the story. I, yeah. I didn't get taken to the video, and yeah. then the day got away from me. So, I've got another quote for you. You ready? All right, let's do it. Right we live in an economy of what you say is more important than what you do. Oh, bro. I I fucking um, posted about that like last week. Yeah. It's just like um, appreciating people that not only say but show you what they do. Yeah. So, so, you, so you, the people that, are, that be about it are more important than the people that talk about it. So the example I used was you can 
put a. Oh, I'm gonna ruffle some feathers here. Fuck it. Let's do it. You can put a flag over your profile picture, and you can put a black screen on your profile, and mm. you can share our you okay day once a year, and you can do all of that, and never actually have any fucking investment in any of those movements whatsoever. Yeah. Financially, time, even have a conversation with anyone about it. Yeah. And you get the social credit for supporting it. It's weird. So you don't actually yeah. have to do anything. You just have to you say. Even, you don't even have to believe in it. Correct. You just have to put it out there. You just there. have to do it. Yeah. yeah. You just have to show that you're, you are <clears throat> you subscribe to that. So my theory is because of that nature that social network potentially has created, it's the same. I don't actually have to do anything. I just have to show that it looks like I am. Yeah. Because I do my to-do list posts in the past. I've kind of stopped doing them now because I called too many people out about it. <laughs> I know I do those posts more often when I'm less busy. I did them when I had the most productive day I, of my I life. I know. I know. <laughs> I'm not saying everyone's like that, but personally... I like, oh, I feel called out. <laughs> no, that's, that's a behavior it's trap like, that it, I've... Was I actually busy? Hence <laughs> questioning my productivity. <laughs> that's a behavior <laughs> trap I've fallen to, into in yeah. the past where it's like, oh, I've done this, I've done this, I've done mm. this, I've done this. And then like yesterday... I got to the, I turned the computer off at 6 p.m. and I was like, fuck, I need to share all the things we've done today. And I was like, I'll just do the important ones unlearned because I can't be fucked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just want to go sit down. I'm going to tell people <laughs> what I do many. today, which is talk for four hours and then just write four programs. Yeah. yeah. I just, I think it's. What uh, do you mean? I was up fucking, I've oh, done two fuck, YouTube videos I, I, this morning. Fuck, I burnt the boats already, man. Drove yeah. an hour here. Um, <laughs> yeah. I've been up fucking burning boats. I haven't taken a shit yet, though. I need to put that on there. Yeah, I'll do that afterwards. Yeah, no. I, I just I think it's kind of important to give people a bit of an insight into like just how the day goes. Yeah, it is from that perspective. And it, yeah. the, I actually find it challenging because the days that I have the awareness to be like, oh, I need to like put up my behind the scenes thing. Yeah, you got nothing. Is the days <laughs> that I wasn't doing anything, yeah, so I have were, to stretch yeah. it. Yeah. Whereas, yeah, like yesterday, it was like. I started at six and finished mm. at six. The only time I wasn't at my, my desk was at the gym. Yeah. It's like, there's a lot. In I'm there. happy to tell people I do Monday to Wednesday. <laughs> After that clocked out. <laughs> like Thursday and Friday is like, if the week's busy, there's overflow. Overlap. Yeah. Yeah. You have to, keep that, you have to keep that um, room for error. Correct. So when she hits the fan, you've hey, actually got somewhere to do fine. stuff. I, I'm pretty confident my Monday is two or three days for other people yeah same yeah yeah. like there's people can stretch it out over the week or you can just like front load and get shit done yeah just like, I just want that peace of mind it's no different to like doing the workout in the morning yeah so you do the workout in the morning life gets yeah. you know in the way you've yeah. served yourself yeah so I, feel, I I use that same analogy for the week yeah yeah I'm, I'm liking this um, it's only been three days I always say <laughs> I'm doing this new thing. It's been three days. And he's dropped the other new thing. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I was saying yesterday, I started doing the phone in the bathroom thing. Oh, yeah. So I have to wake up. up to turn the yeah, alarm off. Yeah, um, It was funny this morning. I did such a big day yesterday and because I've done it three days in a row, I was like, I had like 15 minutes before I left here and I was, for here. And I was like, um, I don't actually have anything to do right now. <laughs> Uh, so I'll get up 15 minutes later tomorrow yeah maybe I'll write a to-do list <laughs> <laughs> nah, yeah it was weird it was like though just having an extra that's an extra really probably 90 minutes maybe to yeah. four hours um, sorry 90 minutes a day three hours maybe four yeah. hours total just like made such a dent in my week of undistracted time 
no yeah. notifications going off no con- no you guys no clients no just my wife's still mm. in bed it's like it's just me let's yeah. go my dog's still in bed <laughs> yeah she gets up last now yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's knocked Claire off Claire's the same she's knocked off <laughs> Claire won't get up if I didn't get up yeah <laughs> she'd still be in bed now if we were in there yeah. Amy sent me a photo this morning of the doona folded uh, over in yeah. with just her head out yeah and I was like that's the best she's like she's been here for 30 minutes she did it when she got up yeah went showered makeup yeah. and it came out the dog's still out it's fucking cold man chill chill that's probably the coldest environment that dog's been in yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, she spent a little bit in Shep yeah. Which would have been cold in winter, but it's but. going to be colder now because she's you know she, getting on. She's less jacked. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> she had a mailbox less for muscle. her head back yeah. then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Interesting. It was a fun little chat. Anyway, I think I think um, what's led to a, a little bit of an increase in productivity for me is just like uh, I just extended my own like kind of working hours in my head because mm. I I don't know for some reason I just got it into my mind I was just like after this time like I'm not working yeah and then I was like fucking my wife comes home and then just like oh, I've got to work tonight just puts the laptop on and I was yeah. like this is our this is how we operate yeah you know and then we kind of will come together at certain times to hang out and then even on the weekend I'm like oh you, you working and yeah whatever so I'm like this is it yeah there's no rules mm-hmm. like I don't have to have a work day yeah like is in a set nine to four or whatever, like yeah. um, everyone kind of wants to push for. I was yeah. like, fuck it. I'm just going to work until dinner time. I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. Work until the work's done <clears throat> so that I don't have to have the pressure or the voice in the back of my head. Like, oh, you've got to do all that stuff tomorrow. Yeah. I think it's changed my um, mindset or mentality around yeah. um, productivity and even just like eased my apprehensions of my to-do list exponentially. Yeah. Yeah. I think the... The quality of work that I get done in the morning uh, will allow me to actually finish earlier. Yeah. So I don't know if I'll work this afternoon after this. Yeah. Because I did two and a half hours solid this morning. Yeah. We do this, like go home, there'll be a few little bits and pieces, I'm yeah. sure. Um, but it's more going to be vendor stuff, like my video editor and like our VA starts today and all yeah. those, like probably going to have to liaise yeah. with them a little bit, but there's nothing pressing that I need to get done. Yeah, I agree. Which is good. Yeah, I'm the same. It's a nice feeling. So yeah, it's extend your feeling. extend work at times where you are the most productive. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ask Tam how I was on the call with um. Shout out to Matter Marketing, who's now behind the scenes uh, mentoring us with our paid advertising. Shouts out to Brooklyn. Uh, we had our first call with her like yesterday. And she asked me a question. I was just like, not even paying attention. So it was straight after the three-hour physique oh, workshop. Yeah. And Tam's like, uh, Ben, I'm like, I was fucking not even here. What did you just say to me? <laughs> <laughs> so thankfully, it was like Tam was doing the thing. I was just observing. Yeah. But fuck. <laughs> I was a shell. <laughs> just had to be there, Ben. Yeah. Yeah, I did not want to speak to anyone tomorrow, uh, yesterday after that yeah. workshop. Well, I didn't present at least, but... But you got a lot of work done. Yeah. You were productive. Used the time well. I was. Yeah, that's it. Sometimes I feel bad. So I'm like, fuck, I should should be in here. And then I like tune in for nah. a bit. I'm like, oh, I've done this bit. And then I go back. <laughs> <laughs> nah, if you're presenting, I'm like, fuck yeah, I've got three hours to do shit. Yeah. That I probably wouldn't <laughs> allocate this time for. Yeah. And I'm so excited. But I have to be here right yeah. now. I'm handcuffed here. So, so let's it's go. like, yeah. And when you yeah. finish, it's like, everyone had a good time. They learned some shit. You did well. I just say it looks good. And then yeah. it's like, yeah, bro, you did a great job. I just try and jump in every like half an hour and make a joke and then leave. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, make everyone laugh again. And yeah, and back. you just get to do 
productive shit. Yeah, it's really yeah. good. Yeah, it's good. What's up, guys? You're listening to the STC Fit Learning Podcast, brought to you by ourselves. Feel free to go check out our website, so stcfitlearning.com. On there, we have a bunch of free resources, including how to niche your business, how to actually sell during consults, and a free programming template, plus our business scorecard, which you can go and take and see how you stack up in the industry based on what we think is elite and how to become the best trainer in your gym, in your town, and in the industry. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. If you take a screenshot and tag us, we really, really appreciate it. It really helps get this message out to help improve our industry and keep people in their personal training careers. Enjoy the app. Question time. Still, Do you me. remember your first $1,000 week? Uh, not avidly, but I remember having, I remember like, like looking at the bank account. You I do? remember, look, so I don't remember the week that I did to get it, mm, but you remember it, but I remember yeah. the money coming in. Yeah. It's sick. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I used to you, like, you know, you get your weekly deposit. deposit yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So I remember like looking at it and being like, fuck yeah. 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 Cause, cause I worked, I, I made, I made probably a thousand bucks, um, doing my, uh, hospitality job maybe like once yep but bro what I had to do to make that <laughs> uh, like just from men- tips just mentally yeah oh the tips like, I made 500 bucks in a night but that's why kind of cash doesn't count yeah but it just didn't hit the same like when you make when you yeah. running your own business it's like you know kind of just like for the first time you had that like gonna make it vibes yeah yeah so yeah yeah I remember the money coming in and I was like fuck yeah this is bad I'm rich yeah it's sick yeah, yeah. now if I made a thousand dollars I'd be like fuck like, near start, only fans account. <laughs> Just because of my lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny, like, the, we're putting together the content for this month is all going to be more aimed at, like, making your first thousand bucks. Yeah. So, whether you're a brand new trainer or you're studying and you're kind of like, how do I yeah. drive? <laughs> like, how do I figure it out? Or you've been around for a little while and you just have never really been able to crack it. Yeah. Um, I sat down with a guy, like, I think he'd been, like, eight months in. Yeah. And was still not quite there i was like dude fucking props to you for still being, being here. here must really Give it a it. go um so yeah I, I i was like i wonder how many people because i've written four youtube videos about it that are all coming soon um i'm like i think the first one thousand dollar week is like you're gonna stay on um, would be i reckon the odds are heavily yeah. stacked in your favor yeah and we're, it's funny like we actually have to deliberately market your first thousand dollar week because people don't believe if you say a hundred grand a yeah. six figure coach speaks to someone who's already doing it. But if you're not, if you've never reached a thousand hearing six figures or two grand a week, it's like, Oh, it's too far. It's I will never do that. Mm. Um, so that's been interesting to kind of conceptualize. But I think if you can make a thousand, you can make 2000. Yeah. I think the second thousand is easier. Yeah. I don't I'm not being rude. To. I've got questions. I don't think it's hard to make $2,000 a week. I don't either. Because I remember us having the being, first first thousand is hard. The second the first, thousand yeah, is, correct. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember us being at a the field learning workshop. Mm. How, how how old were we then? We would have been what Babies. three four years yeah, in. Yeah, twenty three. I remember we were just like all sitting around, just like you know, talking about how easy it was to make fifteen hundred dollars a week. Yeah, and that was like ten years ago. Yeah. So if you like stack, I guess inflation and shit like that. Yeah. Like yeah, we weren't grand. charging the same money now. Yeah. 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 Well, that yeah, that was the weekend that we started charging more. Yeah. Because Phil. <laughs> pointed at us. me and made me feel really uncomfortable <laughs> very intimidating man when he when he gets fired up it's and I was like big dude. okay I'll charge more money I promise <laughs> <laughs> is it wild for you to think that we do that to people now 
Yes. Because that's what Reese says we did to him to put on contractors. Yeah. And I said it as an offhanded comment. Oh, really? But I obviously... We probably just get passionate. I and it pointed just at him and had eye contact and he was like, he yeah. fucking stood me, stared me down and told me, you need a contractor. Yeah, yeah. And I, was like, it's, I reckon it's just because um, we get real passionate. Yeah. And I know sometimes like I can't really control my emotions <laughs> when I get like that. And I probably looks like, is he fucking yelling at me? Yeah. And I'm just like, I just want you to fucking do well, bro. Yeah. 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 I reckon that's what it is. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's, it's hilarious. It's crazy that we, that we're in that that's position cycle. now. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. Another, another feeling old moment. Thanks, man. <laughs> I'm having a lot of those as well. Oh man, I this year's been the most feeling them the most. <laughs> yeah. So my um my first thousand dollar week moment was I told uh, an uncle of mine that I was really close with. Uh, <laughs> I remember telling him, it's like, oh, I made it, made my first thousand. Because he actually offered me a job as an apprentice painter before I left. Yeah. Worked for him for a summer. Um, and I was like, no, nah, I'm like going to go to Melbourne and study engineering, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And then like dropped out of engineering. It's like, oh, he's going to like, yeah. yeah, he's still a shit kicker. Like, come back, come on. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I made my first thousand dollar week. He's like, oh, congratulations. I'm like, yep, yeah, I reckon about eight weeks. I should get, I should get that 2000. And he laughed. He's like, like yeah, it's going to happen. <laughs> it stuck in my mind for so long. It was just like, that's the Jordan meme. And you I can't do personal. that. <laughs> <laughs> I took that personally and made it six weeks. Yeah. No, yeah, it was. Um, yeah, it's interesting. Like the the perceptions, like we said, people that haven't started yet that hear the two grand a week, they're like, no way. Yeah. And then once you get to it, you're like, oh, especially it's just doing the same thing more. Yeah. Well, you can get. I think. It's, I think how you get to the thousand dollars slightly influences the capacity. Yeah. The ceiling. Yeah. So if you're taking cash and yeah, you know you're like I th- yeah, I think you can grind your way to two. I, I do too. No, I think I think how fast you get there yeah is predicated on how you got the first thousand. Agreed. Yeah, yeah. and then that you're because a lot of people will grind to get there and then they'll say they're burnt out. Yeah, because it's just like fucking chaos. Yeah, nightmare. Yeah. Retention sucks and. There's so much admin yeah. and like if you got the um if you took advantage of the six figure checklist yeah and you even weren't anywhere near six figures which has been taken down since correct last. oh well, you know it, 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 it's got to be exclusive that's it I had someone message me about our consults are close yeah I had to tell them so it's yeah gone. it was the yeah. first time wait, we've wait till it pops up again yeah we're learning to um, correct not give everything yeah yeah all anyway, the time back to your story yeah I'm sorry no no um. <laughs> So yeah, if you took advantage of the six-figure checklist, even if you weren't a six-figure coach, you'll get to $1,000 a week exponentially faster than if you didn't have it. Yeah. And then you will also get to six figures exponentially faster on top of that. Yeah. So you can still grind yourself to 1,000, but you'll probably have to grind yourself again to 2,000. Yeah. So I still think having the systems, having mm. the the processes, T's and C's, and yeah. the foundation of a small business yeah. is going to accelerate your progress. So you know what we did? What do we do? We made a new resource on how to make your first thousand dollars. Whoops. Look at that. There you go. So you don't have to worry about it. So you took advantage it. of... You don't have to worry about it. So now you not only have... If you took advantage <laughs> of the last one, now you can take advantage of this one. Both. Oh my God. Yep. So well you done. need four things to make a thousand dollars. What are, what are those four things? So we talked about one of them. We didn't in- script this, by the way. This is <laughs> happened. <laughs> this is awesome. So you need... We talked about a lot in the six-figure checklist is like yeah. being actually tracking your data and tracking some metrics. Yeah. So 
being able to so we do really heavy goal setting in standout PT yep. and it's like what are your core values be do have we spoke about this a lot on the podcast coming out Wednesday on the barbells and banter um, who are you what are your core values where do you want to be in 6 months 12 months 3 years like fucking visualization the whole works yeah day one you just need to know what the fuck to do today correct that's it <laughs> to make your first thousand dollars yeah most people yeah. I would say don't make their first thousand dollars because they don't actually know what they need to do on a daily basis and they just do busy shit and then wonder why they, well, they do nothing just stand and talk to other PTs yes I think, that sounds like a quote from my YouTube video to be honest <laughs> I think I said reception actually not oh, other yeah. PTs even uh, but same <laughs> so standing on the shoulders of giants um, so Phil Learning put out a put one of those tweet posts that's yeah, just yeah. like the trainer that sits there for six hours talking to other trainers about not how shit the gym is and not getting good leads and good quality clients and then yeah. goes to a private gym after leaving the big box gym yeah, and then can't you know kind of pay the bills and then says the industry is full of shit PT. Yeah, yeah. It's like that is... The cycle. Yeah. The cycle, yeah. Um, so to do that, to know what you need to do on a daily basis, basically you just need to reverse engineer how many clients you want. Yeah. Then of to how many sales presentations. If you're brand new... I'll give you the numbers right now. Get a pen. You ready? All right. To get to $1,000, you're probably not great at sales. You're probably going to close at 50%. If you close better than that, you'll just make more money. Yeah. So 50%. So if you want, what do you reckon it is? 15 clients? Yeah. To make 1000 bucks a week? Yeah. So you have like one and a half sessions per client-ish? Yeah, correct. Yeah, so 15 clients. Oh, you make more than $1,000 a week, I reckon. Yeah. yeah. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it means you're going to have to make 30. This is foolproof then. 100 yeah. you have to make 30 and people will close a higher than 50% mm-hmm. as well you have to make 30 sales presentations yep on the phone again probably not that good yet so maybe yeah. let's call it 33% because it's easy for me to times it by 3 on math yeah <laughs> so you're going to need to do 30 sales presentations which means you just need to speak to 90 people mm. and then what we get through to we'll say 30% again to speak to them yeah oh I think the, the, the guy said it was higher than that 50 yeah. 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 So if you do call two different times a day and then send a text message, so yeah. you get through to half. So it's 180 leads you need. Yeah. Over a period of time. You don't have to do this in a week. And then that's it. You can determine what that time frame is. Yeah. For you and I, we were off gym for six and eight weeks. Yeah. Um, if you want to use your 12 weeks, if you're already started and you're just kind of spinning your wheels, yeah. just take all of the fucking noise out. Forget about Instagram. Forget, well, we're going to talk about Instagram later, but forget about all the other shit, posters and standing at reception and so all of that. How many was that? 180 yeah. calls? Yeah. Wow. It's like 15 a week. Yeah, bro. It's 2.1 a and day. And all it is is people stop doing it. That's it. The yeah. only difference between making $1,000 and not making $1,000 is finding, I'm going to make a poster with a QR code and yeah. I'm going to... I'm going to post on Instagram. Do this and I'm going to do that. I'm going to do this like... It doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. Know exactly what you need to do today to get the result. Yeah. And do it. And do it repeatedly and you will at least be able to pay your bills. Yeah. But most people can, like I know Jay said that like he'd be living with me if he was making a thousand bucks a week. But most people who are starting out or if they're making below that now, that'll be more than you need to survive. Oh yeah. And then you've got a window of making that next thousand, which is exactly the same. So that's number one. You need to know exactly what you're going to need to do on the day. Mm-hmm. Number two, from memory, yes, sales. You yeah. kind of need to be good at it. Nah, just do <laughs> good at your job, bro. Yeah, well, said the most charismatic person in the room all the time. Yeah. 
The only people who I've encountered that said you don't need to learn to sell, and I won't name names, has over 15,000 Instagram followers and all they post is text yeah. on black backgrounds. It's like, that's because you talk in sales. Your language is sales language all the time. Yeah. Most people don't know how to do that. And most people aren't willing to eat cup of noodles for two years yeah. to make it. Yeah. They need to actually make some money. In their you need some progress and belief that you're actually, you need momentum. Yeah. So yeah, the whole like, that. just eat shit things like, yeah. you gotta you really enjoy fitness. Like, you know. Yeah, but it's like, oh, well, there's no, you don't need a program in the gym. You just have to go and train until you figure out what works. Yeah, I agree. It's like, well, that doesn't really fucking make sense, does it? Yeah, correct. <laughs> and it's the same The same people who push this mentality. It's often from that S&C world. Yeah. And who were the first to say like, um, oh, if you just, if these shit coaches just give people heaps of volume and then the good ones that don't break survive. It's like, okay, so the people who don't, hire anyone to help them and learn any information or listen to a podcast like this or invest in learning how to sell yeah the Don't ones that just survive yeah. like are you fucking serious it's the same yeah anyway that's our little pet peeve obviously you need to know how to sell which knowing how to sell is very very simple yeah is stop selling and start solving problems easy so when you make those 180 phone calls which is 15 calls a week or whatever it is was yeah, that two a day said, Call with the intent. How's your training? What's your biggest obstacle? What's the outcome you're aiming for? Yeah. If you can solve that obstacle and build a pathway to that outcome, invite that person to sit down with you. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Done. If you genuinely pick up the phone, not with the intent of, I don't want to eat tuna and baked beans this week. <laughs> if I don't get this sale, if you pick up the phone and think, there is a person on the other end of this phone call who is struggling with something to get the outcome that they want for their yeah. in the gym. The reason they signed up to the gym. Yeah. And I'm going to help them with that. Even when they say no, you'll have positive interactions and now you'll be who they remember in the future. You'll enjoy your phone calls so much more. Yeah. You don't have to sell, <laughs> ever. So then you need, where, unfortunately... Um, and I'm not going to speak for all big box gyms, but a lot of big box gyms will give you a consultation form. Yeah. You can probably throw it in the bin. I'm going to be honest. Yeah, I would agree. It's going to be... Mo most. Yeah. It's going to be shit that the client doesn't care about. And if your client feels A, judged, yeah. B, like their time's being wasted, they're not interested. Yeah. And it's going to be... Then you have to sell. I would argue that the sales training they give you in general should be thrown in the bin. <laughs> Get them, Jess. <laughs> well, well <laughs> no, fuck, man. It's like, uh, like if it's anything, I, I can't see it evolving much from when we did it. Mm. And it's just like going, reading off scripts yeah. is not it. Yeah. You know, we Prompts call it, are amazing. Yeah. We call it prompted conversation. Yeah. So it's like, got to talk about this topic, got to talk about this, got to talk about yeah. this. That's much better because if you learn a script and someone deviates from the script, which they're going to, yeah. you're going to look like a fucking deer Broken. in the headlights. <laughs> and like, that's just going to be awkward for everyone. Yeah. Yeah. So your goal in a consult is similar to the phone. What's the outcome that that person joined the gym for? Yeah. What are the three main obstacles that they're facing right now to achieving those? And then um, discuss with them things that they've tried to solve those. Yeah. And then provide value on a pathway of how they could solve them. Yeah. That's it. If you can show them that you understand their problems, you've experienced them ideally you've experienced them before or at least you can show empathy towards them even if you haven't experienced them yeah. 
and you can show, I understand this is what would probably be the best way to solve that. They will trust you. Hopefully they like you because you're not a dick mm. and you're 90% of the way there. Yeah. The sales presentation, that's when everyone shits the bed. Yeah, correct. And when I was writing the, the YouTube video for this, I was like, I wrote this line. And I was like, fuck, I remember feeling like this. Remember the first time I put my prices up to 60 bucks for a 30 minute session. And I was like, I couldn't afford this right now. Yeah. And I, my first sales presentation, I went in and sold on 120 for two. Mm. And I was like, I physically couldn't afford that. Yeah. But I had to ask someone else for that much money. Yeah. So the apprehension that you have makes total fucking sense. Yeah. Of course you do. Yeah. But you also have the skill set that that person requires. Correct. So I would recommend you start hanging out with people that have more money because then you make more money yeah. for one. But also dealing with whatever relationship with money you have. There's yeah. a really good book called The Psychology of Money, which I've I've read on imprint. I haven't read the full copy yeah uh, but it's very good um so, and that will help and then when it comes to actually selling the thing it's like okay so these are the obstacles you have this is the pathway i can see to solving it this is how much it costs yeah when would you like to start oh it's too much well here's another option bang done yeah you will close at over 50 percent if you do that yeah then number three to get to a thousand dollars a week Honestly, you could probably just do those two and you'll make it to a thousand dollars a week. Yeah, hundred percent. If we just put up two things, you'd all be like, That's boring. <laughs> no. It's too easy. It's too yeah. simple, Ben. But surely not. You all everyone all of us became personal trainers because we wanted to help people. Yeah. So just doing a sales job where you're doing metrics and calling people and selling to them is kinda yeah. boring. It's not really what if you got to the end of twelve weeks and that's all you did, you'd be like, Yeah, this kinda sucks. Yeah, we'd be training people at the same time. The reward comes from training people. Yeah, so you you actually have clients. <laughs> so yeah, coaching and being good at coaching is very rewarding because training people, I I refer to it as a program spectator. Yeah, maybe you write a program. Hope. Yeah, <laughs> if you're writing a program, you're a step ahead already. Yeah, but if you're writing a program and just watching someone doing it and just giving cues on their exercises and then sending them home, like you're really just spectating their training and I know that's like it's the foundation of what personal training is it's what it's supposed to be blah 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 blah. I get it yeah no one's staying for it it's got an expiry date 100% it's like people join the gym because they want to look better yeah they want to perform better or they want to feel better or all three yeah those technique cues aren't going to deliver that outcome there has to be lifestyle changes there has to be different behavior changes that are going to influence the overall behavior of this person that's then going to lead to a different outcome. Whether that outcome is the perception of themselves or tangible changes in their body is to be argued and I think both are just as valuable. But if you're not influencing all of those things, you're not going to get an outcome. If you don't get an outcome, you don't get retention. If you don't get retention, you're going to have to do those 15 phone calls a week forever. Yeah. Because you're just going to have to every 12 weeks. Training people. Provided you have a 12-week minimum term. <laughs> Every 12 weeks, you're going to have to replace those clients. Yeah. So, keys to coaching. If there's one piece of advice I could give a new trainer who's making less than $1,000 a week, ask your client what they are willing and able to do to achieve their result. And then just guide their answers. 
Yeah. It's not your job to tell them. Don't tell them they should track macros. Don't tell them they should have a protein and nut breakfast. Don't tell them they should train six days a week. Don't tell them those things. What are you willing able to do? What are you willing and able to do to achieve this goal? And then just guide that conversation. I'm willing to eat a thousand calories. Okay, well, that's probably actually going to work long term. If you're willing to do that, though, we could probably eat like this and you'll do really well. I'm willing to train eight days a week. Okay, (laughs) how about we do this? Yeah. You can still guide them and influence those choices, but they made the choice themselves. Yeah. And then, then, okay, how does that sound to you? Can do you, Are you comfortable, confident that you can execute that? Yes. Awesome. Yeah. Speak to them about next week. If you do that with someone for 12 weeks, the difference between them at week one, the difference between them in terms of behavior, week 12 yeah. will be night and day. And if you can edit their behavior that much in 12 weeks, they will have got tangible outcomes and they'll want to stay. And they're also winning every week. Yeah. Instead of failing the task that you set that was out of their reach mm. or too easy, which is also a problem if you come in too low. We're talking in the other podcast about me like learning to just like let new mums fucking go for it. Yeah. Like if you're holding back too much, you're missing out on what they're, yeah, they're willing to do. So that is, if you just ap- apply that to your coaching and then you can call it coaching, not just training someone. Yeah you'll get retention. So, so something that people don't think about, and we see this all the time in the mentorship, the people that um, work for us for their first year, which is an option, by the way, but we'll do an ad for that later. So it's like eight weeks, they get too comfortable with this, the system. So they stop yeah. executing and they fall away. And then at six months, they think like, I'm beyond phone calls now. I'm beyond yeah. lead gen. I'm beyond whatever. And they forget that you have a retention rate. Hmm. So the coaching part is to extend that retention rate as much as possible. So you're doing less free sessions, more yeah. less phone calls, less sales, yeah. less startups, which takes, it's way harder to onboard a client in their first month than yeah. to train someone who's been with you for six weeks. What's your stat? 80 something percent? Uh, requires like 80% more resources to keep a client, uh, oh, to get a new client than to keep one. 20, 25 times the resources yeah. <laughs> to keep find a new one yeah sorry 225,000 times yeah it's yeah. fucking crazy <laughs> 25 Percent. times the resources yeah it's yeah. fucking crazy that's wild when yeah. you think about it so what that means is it's way easier to keep someone than it is to get a new person 100%. so if you can extend your attention from 12 to 26 from 26 to 52 weeks yeah then to keep we said 15 clients was a thousand bucks to keep your 15 clients you need to make that's the difference between a sale a week versus a sale a fortnight Versus a sale a month. Yeah. If you keep doing a sale a week, you end up at 2000 real quick. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? And then it's like, okay, now I do one a month to maintain yeah. that book. So that's really important to consider is that like this phone call part is determined by your retention. You're always going to have churn. Yeah, yeah. And the longer you're in it, the better your retention will look because you'll have people that'll stay with you for life. Mm-hmm. Like when I left Good Life, I had people that had been with me since the first month. Yeah. For, at every gym I went to. Yeah. So if there's three people that are like that, every hundred people you, you put on, you build a yeah. book of people that are going to stay 100%. forever. Yeah. I'm sure you've got. Yeah. I've been got... in the local area probably nine years and shit. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. So consider it, consider that as well. And then you mentioned like posting on Instagram and all that kind of stuff. 
So before we keep going, I just want to give you guys a little message about our Standout PT program. So Standout PT has been designed for personal trainers who want to sustain a long-term career in fitness, but right now they're sick of chasing clients, they're not making enough time for money, and they're super frustrated with the results that they're getting in their business, and they can't see themselves being here in three to five years' time. If you want to know more about the Standout PT program, head to stcfitlearning.com head to programs and all the details are there and you can book in your free exploration call where we can have a look and see whether or not that would actually be a suitable program for where your business is at right now. And back to the episode. We used to talk about when we started out that like you got your PT shirt and people would just come to you. Mm. It's worse now. Because I got my PT shirt and I put it in my bio Yeah, they're clients now. Yeah. And I can look down the lens and tell you it's not going to happen. I fucking concur. Unless you're an 11, maybe. Yeah. I've never experienced that life. <laughs> I'm fucking... I'm not that high on, the, on any of the scales that we yeah. talked about. <laughs> so, that's not going to happen. So, what do we have to do? So, yeah. instead of selling your personal training online, start building a profile. Mm. And the profile is, who do you work with? What pro- problems do you solve? So we did a really cool test last week on Q&A where we told all the trainers to open up their home screens. Yep. And I'm going to do it. <laughs> have a look at, I think you can get 15 posts on one screen. So be like five yeah. down, three across. Get it. Yeah. Yeah. And then have a look of those 15, screen, 15 posts, how many directly communicate without opening them, directly communicate who you work with or what problem you solve. Going 15 this time. Yeah, boy. He didn't yeah. want to do 15 because he felt conceited. Yeah. <laughs> I was just super critical, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so most people starting out will have more pictures of themselves than anything else. Yeah. I actually made that assessment. When we did it, I was like, fuck, there's only a couple with clients as the background. So yeah. I've actually deliberately started putting more text posts so I can put my clients as a background. Oh, yeah, that's cool. So I can communicate like, yeah. hey, look at all of these women that I yeah. train, not just me. I like, how you can pin the, I like how you can pin the, so I've got the client ones at the top. At the top, yeah. Yeah, so it kind of sets the tone as yeah. you go down. I, may, I tried to make a cool reel for that. I don't like it. Yeah. I don't reckon anyone looks at the highlights and shit. I think pinned posts they do. Pinned posts, yeah, but yeah, I don't know if like, you know those little circles? Yeah, I've, I don't go on anyone else's and when I do, it's always like two years old when it was cool. Yeah, I, I don't look at them. Yeah, so I, I stalk just, if a client like applies, I'll go stalk to see like how do they move and all that yeah. kind of stuff. And then I'll be like, oh, this is two years ago. I'm like, oh, yeah. this gives me no information. Yeah. <laughs> it feels. Yeah. So you, yeah, profile should be in the actual bio itself, mm. who you work with, what problems you solve. Mm. And then, yeah, does every post in there say something? And then as you start to acquire clients, in the YouTube video, we talk about trying to write 100 pain points. That'll become easier as you acquire those clients at the start. It's pretty easy to do now. Yeah. Every time someone asks you a question, write it down. That's a pain point. It's something that people need to know. Yeah. And then you just need to be the person that's like, um, I woke up in the morning and I was like, let's say like, I keep ruining my diet on the weekends. Yeah. Oh, Jace put up a post about that last week. And I go to Jason's page and I'll watch that video. And then I see another video of like, oh, Jace put up a post about like... How to make cream of rice. How to make cream of rice. That looks fucking... No shit in the YouTube video. I did an easy way to get protein in. That's the fucking example I used. So how to make high protein cream of rice. Um, That looks really good. Maybe I'll use that. And then over time, we it's usually about 11 exposures. 
So if there's 11 things that that person re- relates to, they're yeah. way more likely to buy from that thing. And that, like we said, no one will come to you. We've worked with people who've gone from three to 43 in like 10 weeks, mm. um, zero to 26 in eight weeks and had to close because mm. it was a, like a side gig. Um, so yeah, like it's definitely possible. You just yeah. have to put that content out. Yeah. And the example I use, like if you get a hundred and you post every second day, that's eight months of content. Yeah. I guarantee you, if you post every second day on a specific pain point for your clients for eight months, you'll be full. Yeah. Done. <laughs> Guaranteed. Yep. Interact with people, respond to people, easy. You'll just be better in general. Yeah. Even though even your consultant stuff would be better, you understand who's in front of you better. Yeah. Like, and then the thing is you get to the end of that eight months and you'll hate every piece of content you've ever created and you'll yeah. be able to use the exact same point, pain points and do it again with yeah. better explanations of the yeah. content. M- more precise and more impactful. Yeah. 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 Which will just make you even better. Yeah. And that's it. Clocked it. They're the four. That's all you need. Clocked it. Go and make $1,000. So it was... KPIs or goals? Goals. Sales. Sales. Coaching. Coaching. Social media. Profile. Or profile, sorry. Profile yep. is lots yep. of things. So if you go to the website right now, stcfit.com, if you hover over the little STC learning, you'll see your first $1,000 week. Learn, yep. You'll see your first $1,000 week. Jess has made a six-part training on all of this. Oof. Breaks everything down, exactly what you need to do, how to execute it. And then you also get a um, physical downloadable PDF that you can go through and because watching the videos isn't done. Yeah. We talk about it in standout all yeah, the time. Like, do. Yeah, I've done the programming module. Oh yeah, how many programs did you write? None. I watched the videos. Like, well, it's not done. Yeah. <laughs> so doing is the doing. Yeah. So you have to actually put this stuff in the place. So we made a worksheet for you to actually work through and be like, cool, do I know what I need to do every day? Do I have a pre-consultation form? Do I yeah. know um, my numbers? Have I got a coaching conversation laid out? Does my Instagram profile look like I actually give a fuck about other people. Like yeah, yeah. Those those things so you can actually check it off and make sure you're on track and you'll get to that $1,000 in the shortest time possible. What a resource. Yeah, we do good shit. And what's the catch? None. Fuck. That's it. That's mad. There's no catch. Always. No catch. We just give out good shit. Yeah. All right. I just got a question. Okay. So this person is studying Cert 4. So I was like, hey, what's your biggest fear? Like they'll message you. Did it just come through thing. live? Yeah, yeah. They'll message me before the episode. I'm like, I'm about to record an episode. What are you What are you scared about? Okay. So she's currently studying. Yes. Biggest fears is to do with imposter syndrome and not feeling confident in my ability to help people effectively because I second guess myself. Mm. Listen to the, the other podcast we just recorded. Yeah. <laughs> it comes out on Wednesday. <laughs> yeah. How would you answer that though? Um... So I think what's important is to understand that you just need to know more than your clients mm. and your prospects. So the general population don't have any uh, formal education on fitness, uh, how to get in shape, how to you know get stronger, um, how to exercise uh, safely and proficiently in the gym. So you're already ahead of the curve there. Yeah. Um, so you should have the confidence then to help somebody do that. I think you're in in that instance those mentalities you're um you know, I guess like comparing yourself to your peers um mm. and even people that you might look up to and they're obviously going to be ahead of the game when you compare yourselves because of time and skin in the game itself education those kind of things 
So a lot of that stuff is just coming from comparisons of people that you shouldn't compare yourself with. Yeah. And then, you know, we talked about it on the other podcast, just like about adopting productive uh, and impactful mentalities. And, you know, we talk about a growth mentality. We talk about having ownership. Um, and we also talk about the, uh, the be, do, have mentality, which will subside some of that imposter syndrome because in order for you to be a successful coach, you have to act and behave right now on what a successful coach is. So you have to go into the gym, you have to have a program, you have to train this person, you have to act with the stature that you are an elite level coach, even if it's your first day. Yeah. Because that is the only way that you will be you will get there. Yeah. Love it. So knowing looking at the so shout out to to Monique. Um, I don't want to try and say your last name because I'm gonna fuck it up. <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> little tea, maybe? Yeah. Anyway, shout out to Monique. So if you do DM us, we actually give you shouts out on the podcast. So I see. ask any questions you want and you can get shouts out. So Monique, you're jacked for one. So if you're a yep. personal trainer and you're in better shape than most of the population, which a lot of personal trainers yeah. coming into the industry are, that gives you a level of aspiration. Yeah. People look to you to be like, hey, I want to do what you do. I want to be in shape. And it's blah, a, blah, blah, blah. a degree of authority. It carries yeah. definitely authority. Yeah. The other thing, and this is for, because I know a lot of personal trainers also say to me, I'm not in good enough shape to be a personal trainer. Yeah. I'm certain if you've become a personal trainer, you train and you have yeah. qualities that are aspirational to people. Yeah. Monique, fortunately, has both. She looks like a tiny human. Um, has deadlifted 100 kilos. And there's a video yep. of him on here on the, of that. It's like, not many women who are your size, like I'm guessing max 60 kilos, like she's yeah. tiny, has picked up 100 kilos before. Yeah, That's really aspirational to people. Yeah. Not only is that aspirational, you, the first time you picked up a deadlift bar, you didn't pick up 100 kilos. Yeah. The first time you walked in the gym, you weren't 100% confident. You didn't own the place. The first time you started looking at macros, it was really confusing. The first time you started going to the gym, it was really hard. Yeah. The first time you had to have a discussion with a family member or a friend about a decision that you were making that is contrary to the way that you used to behave was really challenging. Yeah. So now all of a sudden you've got this whole library of challenges that you went through to get where you are. Mm. So they're the same problems. The best people to coach are the, co- uh, the people that where you used to be. Yeah. It's a really cool kind of line yeah. to think about. So you may not have... I used to kind of struggle with this as a young PT as well. It's like, I came to the gym because I was too small. I was 58 kilos. I'd never been overweight. I didn't know what it was like to it be... It was pretty small. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what it was like to be overweight. I hadn't experienced it. Yeah. But I had the empathy of like, fucking I used to deadlift, sumo deadlift Jason's dumbbells onto his knees so he could press them because I couldn't pick them up. Like I, I knew what it was like to feel so far away from someone else in the gym or yeah. feel uncomfortable in the gym and it's not my environment, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah. So it was able at least to relate to an overweight mum. The Padre coffee's here. Ooh. Dog's going to get him. Yeah, so I was able to relate on a on a at least empathetic way. Yeah. So I don't know, Monique, maybe you have a, a fat loss transformation, maybe you don't. Whatever experience you have though, you had discomfort experienced on the way through. Yeah. So Oops. like we've just said, all you have to do is sit down and go, the best way I think to cure the imposter syndrome is, like you said, the do have thing. But if you can literally write down a hundred problems that you solve for people in the gym, 
you start to feel pretty confident that you belong. Yeah. Yeah. And I think there needs to be a realization that you'll never fully curb it because you shouldn't. Well, yeah. Yeah. And that's, yeah. yeah. You should always feel like you and I feel it now. Mm. Like I, it's like, do we have the right to tell people this stuff? Do I have the right to sit up and do a three hour yeah. module uh, and lecture on program design? And yeah, we, we always, but I think it's the, a little bit of it's healthy because it shows that you should. Makes you better. Correct. Yeah. Evolve. Yeah. adapt become even more yeah uh, I'd be refined. more nervous if you didn't I agree because if we talked about that the unearned yeah. confidence yeah. it's like <laughs> the, I think last week that that's yeah. when we started talking about like the guy with must have the big dick yeah because it's like you have no other attributes and you're too confident yeah. so Correct. you must yeah yeah so if you were walking in brand new not yeah. feeling like an imposter I'd be more nervous for you yeah yeah because yeah. it's like there's so much to learn we talk about like getting your white card like once you get qualified it's like you're qualified to go on the job site yeah but there's still so much to learn yeah so if you have that mentality i think it's you're in and then the best way to curb that and be confident sitting down with a client you don't have to be confident you know everything you just have to know more than the client you're working with yeah if you have those problems written out you're all good yeah i think that like you just said the 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 flip side of not having it at all is way more dangerous than possessing it hundred yeah. yeah. So that should give a lot of people some comfort. And then how to manage it, we've just given you some great strategies to manage it. Yeah. There's definitely a scale, right? Because there's a scale where it's... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like it's restrictive. It actually negatively impacts your ability to do anything. Yeah, correct. It stops you from taking action because you feel it so much. The sweet spot is you feel the imposter syndrome and you do the things so you feel it less. Yeah. Yeah, it's acknowledging. It's that awareness of like, why do I feel it and how do I make it you know kind of subside yeah it's just by growing and evolving yeah because you don't you don't feel it you feel it because you for whatever reason aren't, aren't smart enough or don't make mm. enough money or aren't enough impactful or don't have enough clients it's like whatever it is that makes you feel that way the only way to subside it is preparation skin in the game and and results mm. like what it results in whatever it is that's you know, like if you if you feel like you know, for argument's sake, like it's like, oh, I just, I don't have enough clients. It's like, okay, well, go get more clients yeah. and you will feel better, less of an imposter. Yeah. 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 And then the process of winning, stack your proof. We Correct. talk about all the time. The, <laughs> yeah. Going through the process of doing that will actually give you more confidence. Yeah. As well as actually having the tangible outcome. But it's like, yeah. oh, I had a hard thing and the gap was big, but I know that I can yeah. do the steps to get it. Yeah. That, that gets me through all the time. Yeah. This is like if I question myself, I'm like, then I go back to that stack of proof. It's like, you always come out on top. Yeah. Like eventually. Yeah. You know, like even when we presented at Good Life the other week, I was like, I haven't done this in a while. Mm. And I'm like, yeah, but you, every time you, you're prepared, you've done this, you've yeah. spoken, you know the stuff. Like yeah. you have the conversations with yourself to stack your proof and build that confidence back up. And yeah. then it's like, once I walked in that door, I was like, it was just like uh, duck to water. Yeah. 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 That was an interesting experience actually. Like shout out to Good Life for having us the last few times. In my first Good Life workshop, I messaged you guys, no one was there. I was like, that's the best workshop I've ever done. Yeah. Absolutely just fucking juggled the crowd. Like, yeah, nailed it. Yeah. And then the first big one we did, yeah, shat the bed completely. Yeah. Just for our standard. Yeah. For our standard. Well, what it felt like to me anyway, when I drove home, that's how I felt. The feedback was really good, to be fair. But in my own mind, I was like, nah, missed it. Yeah. And then came back the next one, I was like, yeah. Yeah, we'll get Because out of the last it's like one. pumped. Before when we did the best one, then did the shit one. It's like I've done bad ones before. I come back from them. 
Correct. Even in standouts, like I've messaged you and been like, nah, it sucked. This doesn't hit. Yeah. Yeah. I need to do yeah. this part again. Yeah, same. So yeah, I think the more times you show up and the more times you fuck it up. Yeah, you have that, that again, proof that it's like you'll, you'll yeah. respond. Yeah. What's up, guys? Another quick break. I just wanted to jump in and tell you guys, remind you guys about the STC Fit Learning Mentorship. Now, our mentorship's been running since about 2016, where we've developed trainers through their first year of business in personal training and allowed them to leapfrog the first five years of mistakes that we made. If you're currently studying, looking to finish in the next month or so, or you're looking for someone to help you out with mentoring and all that kind of stuff, jump on, have a look at the details for the mentorship at stcfitlearning.com. Head to programs and mentorship and all the details are there. And you can come and be an STC Fit coach for an entire year. Includes all of our education and direct mentoring from our head coaches. Back to the episode. Do you want to talk about body dysmorphia now? Oh, I forgot. I thought we dodged that missile. <laughs> <laughs> Trying something different. I'm doing content hard early and then banter on the back end. Okay. We'll see. All right, let's do it. Let's talk about body dysmorphia <laughs> to the person that probably has it the most. Yeah, I should have I should have like written a quiz. Like, now Jason. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, did we talk about the food? Like, if you have like a disordered eating, did we talk about that? Uh, I don't know. This is all part of it though. Because uh, there's like a questionnaire. Okay. Of like, if you have an eating disorder. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, I have fucking... I answer yes on all of them. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, do you always think about food? Do you eat yeah. like, you know, even when you're not hungry? Like, yeah. If you go somewhere and there's food, does it make you feel better? Like, yeah, <laughs> yes, uh, yes. Said every person ever, ever. Oh, maybe anyway, we're both fucked up. I'll talk to it. Like, I don't want to hijack it. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> Send it. Um, so as always, I've just hacked. Actually, this guy's Australian. Um, fuck, I just closed it. His name is Chris Griffiths. Yep. He's in Sydney. We're gonna get him on the podcast. Cool. He's an Aussie boy. Made it on Modern Wisdom. Yeah. So I'm still going to steal all his shit. What is he, what, what's his uh, background? Like what, what uh, is he? A- he's a, by the sounds of it, some kind of behavioral psychologist. Oh, right. Yeah, who cool. specializes in body dysmorphia, body dysmorphia and gym bros. He's yeah. Sick. He's six. So it's like, nice. Obviously, Chris has an English accent. He's got an Aussie accent. I just love hearing the, the difference. An Aussie accent sometimes yeah. when you're like, oh, that's different. Yeah. And just like, he'd start every sentence with, I got you. Yeah. So like Chris is asking questions, like, I got you. I've got this unlocked. Let's fucking yeah. go. It was good. It was a good episode. So I'm, I'm keen to get Chris on the podcast. I so want to. I want to listen to this episode. If now. anyone knows who he is, if no, anyone knows him, hook us up because yeah. I'm going to follow him and DM today. Uh, anyway, so yeah, they were discussing how do you tell the difference between just being a gym rat, which is fine, mm. and having muscle dysmorphia, body dysmorphia, some kind of syndrome. Yeah. Cool. So I was listening to it with a keen eye. I just like, it's weird. I do, because I think I'm slightly, either I'm just shit at self-reflection or it's because I'm on the way here and I'm going to have the conversation with you. I put you under the microscope when I listen to it because <laughs> it's like the body composition, the body dysmorphia today, last week was computer games. And I was like, oh, oh yeah, he's really coming, at, coming into, after me. Ties into Jason. <laughs> he just finds subconscious ways to belittle me. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I was like listening to it today. I was like, okay, so all the people I know, the mo- the person, uh, probably not all the people I know, but the, my inner circle, yeah. you are the most, have the highest chance of experiencing body, body dysmorphia. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Yeah. Um, but I actually don't think you do. Just a to, to spoiler alert. Okay. So, basically... 
similar to alcohol. If you like to have a drink and enjoy your weekends, Mm. doesn't make you an alcoholic. Correct. Until it starts negatively impacting your life. And there's a dependency on it. Correct. So if you go to work Monday and Tuesday and you're a piece of shit because you drank on the weekend, it's negatively impacting you or your relationships, your girlfriend hates you, whatever. It's like, yeah, bro, you got a bit of a problem. Jim's the same. So I liked the way he, he sort of phrased it was, you can have a whole fridge full of Tupperware, everything weighed out and even take your meals out with you. It's fine. Awesome. But if it's negatively impacting your relationships, it's a problem. Yeah. So outside of, I think, uh, bodybuilding prep. Yeah, you shouldn't have to do that. I think from my experience, you don't have that. Yeah, I've never... Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So another good test is how do you feel if someone was to say you can't train for two weeks? Or depends why. Or is it just not like you said to me right now, I can't train for two weeks and I just have to say yes? It's an injury. Oh, yeah, I'd be a bit upset about it, but I'd survive. Yeah. So if that sends you into a meltdown... Oh, no, you definitely. No. Well, I've had time off the gym. Yeah. three months off the gym because I've fucking royally injured myself. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they're the two things that okay. are like the... If it's negatively impacting yeah. relationships, ability to do yeah. your work. Um, another sort of <clears throat> angle that he took on that was like, if it's the only thing. Yeah. So if your only means for... Because like seeking... It, in general, if we talked about like finding something that you can progress in, finding something you can win at, finding something that's challenging, that gives gives you a feeling of control, gives you a feeling of status, yeah. gives you all of the feelings that we get from training. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's normally a positive thing. Yeah, sounds awesome when you pull all that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If it's the only thing you have in your life that gives you those feelings, yeah, you're in danger. Because that's when yeah. you can't train for two weeks. I'm a useless piece of shit. Yeah. Because there's nothing else. Yeah. I, I, look, I'm a little bit like that. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I can have a day off the gym. No problem. Yeah. Won't even, I'll have a little conversation with myself like, should I have done that? Mm. That's like, literally just couldn't get it in. Yeah. But that's it. But I reckon like the less I trained, if someone like had to force me not to train, I reckon I'd start to become a bit erratic. Yeah. I've trained for 20 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, but I think there's there's a difference between having anxiety about it and lowering your own self-worth Yeah, and not being able to rely on, well, I'm still a good husband, I'm still a good friend, oh, I'm still yeah. a good business owner, I still have value mm. to offer the planet Yeah, yeah. more than my muscles. Yeah, yeah. So if you, yeah, it's yeah like, I don't, my muscles aren't really that much of a value anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> Not big enough. Um, oh, which means I have body dysmorphia. Anyway, whatever. Well, in this definition, it doesn't. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. It's just joking yeah. anyway. So I was taking the guy that wakes up every day and asks if he's bigger yet. <laughs> so, yeah. So he, they actually went back and forth about that. It's like every guy that goes to the gym is like, fuck, I wish my triceps were a bit bigger or I yeah. wish this was a little bit bigger or whatever. It's like, if that was the definition then every fucking one has yeah. body well, even Even like, I'm sure people want to be fitter, want to be stronger. Yeah. Like, so, you just want more because yeah. it's part of the fun. So, we're going there too. Oh, okay, cool. But, so in that context, it's like, it's not negatively impacting your life. Yeah. So, if you got up in the morning and we were like, I'm not bigger and then we're an asshole to your wife, <laughs> that's a problem. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, well, we're going away for two days tomorrow with no gym, so she'd be fucked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So if you, if yeah, if you have that 
it's going to ruin your whole day. Yeah, Everything I, kind of hangs yeah. on that. And I, I've like, been in those spots. I've had clients that are that erratic. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, it hasn't worked out. Yeah. So I know I was so attracted to strength training at the start because I was sick of that feeling. Yeah. I was sick of the inferiority complex. I was sick of every day getting up. Am I bigger? Am I lean enough? Am I whatever? And then I was yeah. like, well, heavy plate got heavier and went up. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Like, this is rewarding. I'm going to just focus on this for a while. So it happens. I got bigger anyway. And I think I'm having a much better relationship with it now. Because yeah. my goals, like right now, are almost purely aesthetic. Yep. Like I want to do the run, but it's like the gym I'm in doesn't isn't conducive to lifting heavy fucking weights, but has really good machines. It's like, oh, cool. My focus right now is to look unreal. Yeah. But I'm not sad when I leave the bathroom. Yeah. There's select times, like that fucking grey Lululemon shirt <laughs> that I've put on a couple of times that it's like, that's probably left an imprint on me for a week or so. Yeah. But I don't obsess over it every single day. Yeah. I think you still look, feel sad about yeah. your... Because like, yeah. that's sometimes enough for you to take action. And it has to be a trigger, right? It has to be an emotional response. Yeah. 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 But... They said something that made me a little nervous. Oh, yeah? Yeah. All right, here we go. So, <laughs> rubbing my feet and shit. <laughs> rubbing my, rubbing my thighs. So, they went in a direction of like, so the gym is a search for better and if you're not making any progress, then you're useless and gym is a way to facilitate that progress. So, it gives you control and mm. that progress, that that chase of perception... Sorry, that chase of progress, you need to determine whether it's driven more by carrot or stick. Stick being, I'm not worthy unless I'm progressing. Yeah. Versus, I'm okay where I am, but I'd like to progress. I think that depends on where you're at. And I, yeah. I think that's that's the one that I was like, yeah. Whoa. Well, I, I feel like at the start, you're chase. it's it, like at the start, it's the stick. Yeah. And then it becomes the carrot. Like, yeah. You know, like, l- let's not get it twisted. Yeah. I solely started working out so I could attract women. I, then that's one of the one of the topics that we talked about. Yeah. yeah. And then we it didn't w- talk about. Yeah. Well, so I was like, I want to become more desirable. Yeah. And I know if I feel more comfortable in my own skin and I look more aesthetic, mm. the desirability goes up because I'm more confident and yeah. that I look better. Yeah. Uh, that's what, in my own perception. So that's, yep. but then now I'm like, the pursuit is like, because I have, you know, I spoke about it the other day. It's like, I'm bigger than what I'm supposed to be. I'm totally acknowledged that yeah. I'm 25 kilos <laughs> overweight. So when I say I'm not big, it's like people are like, you're an idiot. Yeah. It's like, no, I know, but yeah. I just want to be bigger. The fun now is like, I can put a bit of tissue on your arms. You can yeah. put a bit of tissue on those shoulders. You can add a little bit of sweep to those quads. Like yeah. now it's the pursuit of like, yeah, I can mold this to what I what I like or what yeah. I want or you know. So there's a a test that they did, they put a spring on the tail of a rat. Yeah. And then they put cheese at the end of the thing to see how hard the rat would chase the cheese. Yeah. Based on the spring, how far it extends. Then they took the cheese away and put a cat sound and smell behind the rat. Yeah. To see how far it would run. And then they did both. The rat goes further with both. Yeah. So my interpretation was it's not about not feeling the other one. It's how much of it. Yeah. So we talked about in the other, again, make sure you listen to Barbells and Banter this week. It was good. Good insights. Always good. 
Uh, we talked about that growth mindset of like, where I am is where I am. Yeah. But I'm not stuck here and yeah. I can move forwards. But the trap is never being satisfied with where you are in any way mm. and never acknowledging where you are and the growth that you've yeah. made and the progress you've made. So it's like, oh, I got to 10% body fat, which was the goal. But now like, fuck that. I'm still fat. I need eight. Yeah. Or I totaled 600. Still have small calves. It's not good enough. Yeah, like, and we joke about all that shit, but it's yeah. like you don't go home and like lay in your bed like fucking cars too small. Nah, nah. It's just the, it's just the thing that not a lot of people have. <laughs> yeah, it's just banter, right? It's the so, unicorn. Yeah, so I think that, but then they put it in a context, and why I wanted to talk about in this podcast, not the other podcast, mm. is he said like, there's this term called sigma male. Yeah, right. And it's like I've, I've heard that once. It's or, like or uh, I guess Andrew Tate probably falls into it. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, what's his fucking name Goggins yeah it's like the single male sigma male grind mentality is what they refer to it as okay so it's like Jocko probably yeah Yeah, yeah. it's like get the fuck up like you know what I mean like that man yeah like (laughs) fucking dark black TikTok video of like discipline over motivation yeah like that piece of shit shit. if you don't make your bed yeah (laughs) you're still fucking small yeah yeah um who cares if you're injured? Still go to the gym. Yeah, yeah, okay. You're an anxious mess. Yeah. So that in and of itself is, is that a reflection of a lack of self-worth that you have currently? Mm. Or is it a healthy progression, a healthy pursuit of your best self-growth purpose? So belittling you, is is it serving you or not? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, so yeah. it's like, are you... Belittling beha- yourself. Are you behaving in that way? Like... Sigma hustle grind. Oh, okay. Because you actually don't think you're worth anything and the only way that you can show you're worth anything is because yeah. I fucking go to the gym 16 times a week and I'm better than you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Is it coming from insecurity or security in a pursuit of more? Yeah. I feel like it's everything. Yeah, sometimes I like, just like the fact that I'm sitting a bunch uh, amongst a bunch of inferior humans who can't lift <laughs> what I lift. <laughs> Definitely, and I yeah. think I, I think it's there not is, the only reason I go. It's just like sometimes it's kind of yeah, it's kind there, of rewarding. There is a healthy element to adjusting your position in the hierarchy, and that's one way to do that. Yeah, income's another way to do that. Perceived success is another way to do that. Like, yeah, all of what you wear is a way to do that. Like, yeah. people play this game all the time. Don't you feel like all you could talk about all those things, and it just becomes a a, a spectrum of neuroticism that maybe is somewhat. Yeah, and you know, it, it literally uh, is because it's like it's like we have even like the neurodivergency thing at the moment. It's like, well, you and I have a lot of ADHD symptoms. Symptoms. Yeah, but Possibly. like, doesn't does it mean we have it? Maybe I don't know. But it's like there's a spectrum at some point where you go, you have it or you don't have it. You just have some symptoms. You know what I mean? And that's yeah. the same in this. It's like, well, you have some neuroticism, some anxiety, and I think even at depending on sometimes what's going on in life outside of it. Yeah. Like if life is rough and the only thing you can control is the gym, right? you probably become more neurotic about the gym. That is literally something that I lean on when shit's... Like last year? Yeah. When things weren't going that well? Yeah. I'm like, I need to go to the gym another day. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I I need to take control of something that I can fucking own. I need need wins. I need victory. Yeah. I need momentum. You know? So I was like, I know I can do that there. Yeah. I know that that'll make me more confident and I know that will give me clarity and it'll help with, 
you know, these other elements of life. So I can yeah. totally attest to like, sometimes I'll lean on that yeah. to get me. I think the huge separator there is you're aware of it. Yeah. And if you're not aware of it, yeah, it becomes a real Yeah, issue. yeah. Yeah. Mine's the, I acknowledge that. Yeah. And I think like, we've spoken on this podcast a bit, like starting, the start of first, fuck, eight years of my career was based on a chip on your shoulder, aggressive... And it, it came from like, I'm not good enough unless I'm doing more. Yeah. It was all driven by that. Mm. Now it's more like, what I'm doing is good, but I, there's more. Yeah. And it's a, it's a much easier way to do it, I'll tell you that much. Yeah. I, I'm not as hard on myself emotionally about it, but I still want to do better. Yeah, man. But I don't beat myself that's up. That's the healthy thing. I don't talk right? down on myself. I'm like, you're yeah. a piece of shit and that's why you don't own Lambo. Yeah. Like, I'm just like, you, yeah. So I, yeah. you've come a long way. Like we've closed that gap. We always yeah. talk about that gap we've closed. Um, in terms of status from a monetary perspective, even mm. life. Um, but I know I'm capable of more. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And I yeah. think I think you're highlighting the differences yeah. of what is healthy, healthy pursuit of betterment that aligns with your core values, all of that kind of stuff versus a disordered approach. Yeah, yeah. And I think we we throw around this like, body dysmorphia thing all the time because it's like your perception in the mirror is not what you see in real life and, yeah. and like we Always joke small, about forever it forever small like yeah. yeah it's like a it's a cultural joke inside the yeah, fitness industry 100%. but I th- there are people that obviously struggle with it and why I wanted to talk about it on here is there are a lot of personal trainers who come from that fear place yeah that would say they have a growth mindset and that they, they do all the personal development, their extreme ownership, they're all of those things, but they're really coming from a place that they feel inferior, they feel insecure, mm. they feel that imposter syndrome. They're not aware of why they're behaving the way they're behaving. Yeah. It's like, well, if I work 16 hours a day, it'll make me lovable. Which is yeah. like, bruh. Yeah. Like, you're okay now. It's all right. <laughs> are you a good person? Are you nice to people? Are you like, you know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. getting bigger or making more money or having more clients doesn't change. Guarantee. Yeah. Yeah. And like if I would have had that argument with you at 23. Yeah. It's almost like a, like a faux characteristic. Hey, mm. like you're taking, I train this many times or I make this much money as a trait where it's not really, yeah, it's so like you a, have nothing under it. Assigning something as an identity. Yeah. That's Whereas not Jace is like, I like training a lot because it improves X Y Z, and I like it. Yeah, it gives me big muscles. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I it's and like I. It's not him. I think the message is that that's that's okay. Yeah. yeah well, I think uh, I probably had to learn that the hard way when we when we the gym's closed. So yeah. We use that word. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because I couldn't train people, and I really bound bounded my identity on that. Yeah. And then we had I had to unpack a lot of stuff to be like hang on a minute i'm a i'm a man i'm a husband i'm a, f- a friend yeah. i'm a yeah. business owner mm. um so that probably made it makes this conversation seem like i'm all i'm all good but put i was to, probably <laughs> i was probably fucking messed up yeah um before that because i was just like i'm the jack's pt that just like does all the sessions at good life point cook yeah <laughs> you know yeah 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 and I, I yeah it's interesting i think what what tam said with the identity stuff it's like when people are unconscious of the way they're behaving and why, that's when it becomes a problem. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, yeah. why are you working 16 hours a week? Yeah, the motivators are important too. Yeah. Like, how, why you get into it. Yeah, and if you're not aware of what they are, mm. I would be looking into that as a red flag. 
Yeah. So whether you're just starting out in your established PT, like why are you doing the hours you're doing? Why are you mm. obsessing the way you are? Why are mm. you... It's just, we talk a lot about pursuit of growth and it's something that you and I are really passionate about, but you've got to make sure that it's coming. You at least get that. We talk about it in the, I feel fulfilled when. If you're not fulfilled at the end of it, you have to start asking questions while you're doing it. Yeah. Yeah, because you just probably seeking control for Yeah, you just always have an empty cup. Yeah, which just is always. not a fun way to live. Nah. Yeah. No. But don't, yeah. I think there's two ways to look at this. If you're in a position right now where you're actually, it's like the, the arrogant guy. Arrogance is just being a dick because you're not confident. Yeah. And you can pick arrogance versus confidence. Confidence, yeah. So if you're behaving through arrogance in terms of in the same kind of way like you're faking that you're successful in a way to justify your insecurity that you're not and you're not worth anything mm. that's a real problem because yeah. it's not real confidence it's not real success so there's that group and then there's also the group of like we talked about it again in the other podcast like people that will tell you you're obsessed you've got body dysmorphia yeah. stop saying you're not big it's, you don't understand yeah. um, you work too much which we heard particularly when we were in that. Probably still, people probably still say that. <laughs> yeah. Particularly though, when we, we were working real hard, like late 2010s, yeah. people would put that message across to you. It's actually okay. Yeah. It's actually okay to be a gym rat. It's actually okay to be driven in your career. It's actually okay to want more for yourself, to better yourself, to chase it. You're not, you don't have a disorder. Like Ben, uh, Benny Mayfield always fucking goes off about the disordered eating thing around yeah. macros. He's like, fuck off. Like yeah. you can track your money and that's fine, yeah, but yeah. you can't track the your calories, the calories that go in yeah. your face. Like it makes no sense. So I think it's important to convey that as well. It's like, if you like going to the gym, it's fucking all right. Yeah. And you can prioritize it and you can like doing it. If you really like business and your career getting involved yeah. and being passionate about your career and growing it and growing yourself and developing yourself and all of that other people are going to see it as obsession and they're going to see it as whatever they're going to see it as a negative yeah and you have to be comfortable that it's bringing you fulfillment it's bringing you reward and fucking keep doing it yeah i got lucky yesterday i mean i like got told Ooh. i was lucky it's my favorite doing what? it's my favorite what are you so lucky about just my life. Yeah, right. Yeah. Must, so lucky. Must be nice, Ben. Yeah. How do you get lucky? Fuck. Tell me. I'm, I'm, I want some. Man, I was like... Yeah, right. Like, I needed five minutes <laughs> to just be like... Jeez, you didn't fucking hold back by letting people know on Instagram straight away. Like, yeah, just, fuck them. Yeah. I was <laughs> like, no, I put it on the learning account. No like, chill gill over here. <laughs> I put it on the learning account. <laughs> okay. I don't follow that one. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, yeah, so I was having a conversation with someone who was just like... Um, we talked about like a lot of the, uh, in the other podcasts we talked about like the non-ownership thing. Yeah. Like a lot of life is your choices up to this point. Um, and I was like, yeah, so like what's good? Like, you know, you check out, catch up with someone you haven't spoken to a while. Like what's actually good in your life? Tell me like a lot of shit that's going on. Yeah. Oh, you know, like, you know, some stuff. Okay. What about you? And I was just like, fuck it. Like, yeah. Moving is awesome. Business is awesome. My friends are awesome. Relationships are great. This is great. This is great. Oh, lucky you. And I was like, yeah, it's all luck. Yeah. Just smirk face. Like, come on, bro. Like, <laughs> that's lucky you is the, like in that contest, is just the ultimate, like, that's a bit of a dick, I'm hey? fucking jealous. Like, yeah. it's just, you know, 
Yeah, but it's a disconnect from... It, it Honestly, I think with most people that would see that and they would just honestly believe it's luck because they can't actually see... Yeah. I they feel like that was see, said in jest. They can't see the own their own disconnect from their inputs versus the outcomes. Yeah. I feel you. So it's either that or they're like, oh, look at you. Like, yeah, but if you're a personal trainer who stands at the desk for six hours a day and doesn't have any clients, yeah, and you see Jason walk past all day with 40 clients, like, fuck, he's so lucky. Because <laughs> they don't even understand yeah. what would actually be because they didn't go get the 1K week resource, resource from Jess on the website. That's it. And they didn't know any better on how to actually go get that thing. Correct. So, it's, yeah, it's like my my mind was like, yeah. like, how many books have you read this week, this year? How yeah. many, like... I reckon luck, saying you're lucky is worse than telling someone you look skinny. Yeah. Well, yeah. so I wrote a post in, I want to go find when it was, because it comes up in my memories every now and then on Facebook. Yeah. I reckon it was like 2014, that I was like, the goal is to work so hard that one, one day people will say that I'm lucky. And I got three lucks. I fucking made it. So Jace got asked if he was on gear yesterday. Yeah. Or got asked nah. for gear. Oh, I, this guy just started walking. He just walked up to me and he's like, so bro, I'm using this and I'm taking this. And uh, I was like, I'm Jason. Nice to meet you. Um, and I'm like, okay, that sounds good. I'm going to go and do my set. <laughs> I was just like, fuck her now. Like, yeah. if to, to have that level of confidence, he's just like, this guy's huge. So I'm going to fucking talk to him. <laughs> Yeah, so you got that and I got lucky in the same day. Fuck, so what a day. We've I, made it, bro. Oh, mate. We're here. Was, We've arrived. I was like, my head was so big. <laughs> like, I've been working out for 20 years to have for this conversation, yeah. for this time to happen. Yeah, no, I was mad for five minutes and now I'm, yeah. I've taken it as a compliment. Yeah, I think that's the best way to do it. It is. It has to be. Yeah, but you're not going to get angry and start yelling at him. Yeah, well, that's As it. much as you want to. Yeah. Like, so you don't understand what I've been through. And yeah. the message, the reason I put it up is because I know... I've put enough work in to hear it and go, oh. but realize it's like, you're just triggered. Calm down. Yeah. Think this through. Whereas if you're, uh, I know a couple of people in like standout, for example, I thought of them and I was like the grind that the, a few of the, that group have put in over the last yeah. six months, three years to expand the businesses the way that they have and the work that they've put in and the extra time. And even like guys coming on to, a Q&A with a whole group and just being like I'm fucking struggling with this help yeah and seeing people go through all those fe- feelings yeah and I know I know that they're friends even mm. not even someone that you haven't spoken to for a while they're friends they're gonna be like fuck you're so lucky bro yeah and it fucking kills so you just have to learn as a message to them as much as a little vent for me but a message to them to be like this is gonna happen yeah but it's a reflection that you're doing well. Yeah. And you've got to take it as a compliment and no one will ever see what you're putting in behind the scenes to be lucky. Yeah. I like it. You want to end on that? Yeah, I think so. Awesome. So if you want to make your first $1,000, go to stcfit.com. You will find our your first 1K week. Now we obviously do, as part of this, um, we're talking a lot about new trainers starting up because we've opened our mentorship program for the next month. So if you're starting in the gym in the next 60 to 90 days, uh, reach out to us because we are taking on trainers for our first year mentorship. So you become an STC fit coach yep. for your first year, beyond if you want, 
Um, but you get obviously a huge leg up, use all our systems and mm. um, become one of us inside that. Is that just you, Tam? Please hold. Tam has sent me a message. Oh, he's found it. 2014, I was on it. I was pretty lame. And I got, no, it's got too many likes. How many likes did you get? Too many. Uh, more, more than three. Yeah, exaggerated uh, it. I've ruined yeah. it. What a fucking liar. I've ruined it. Is. You're an imposter. I was close though. <laughs> it's 13. 33. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 13's okay. It's not that many. I will work harder and smarter more and more consistently. You won't understand why, but one day you'll talk about how lucky I am. There you go. Some insight from... Child. Isn't it funny how you'd never say that now? Not a chance. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like sweating just having read yeah I would never say that shit now like how fucking just I yeah 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 yeah. Yeah. that's good though maybe talking like figurative yeah language but not like so me and I yeah I wonder if it's though because we're we've bridged that gap we're there (laughs) (laughs) I'm not Not but like but um, we're lucky bridge that gap a little bit so you don't have to it's just stack and proof Mm. yeah that's a that that statement is a reminder for me to keep doing. To never post thing. on Instagram, no, no, to never <laughs> post on Facebook again. But like at the time, it no, would have just it. been a mental reminder to like, hey, this is why you're doing it. Yeah, yeah. I would. Yeah. There's fucking hundreds of affirmations over my life. Yeah. That I've just spoken to myself and let other people watch it. Yeah. Hundred <laughs> percent. For sure, it's most of social media, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah definitely. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Check out the resources. And yeah, like um, Monique did, make sure you DM us, have chats, yeah. let us know what you're thinking of the content, all those things, because we like to get involved. You Definitely. get featured, get a question in. Uh, we made a whole episode about Monique today. We didn't really. We we're going to talk about it anyway. But <laughs> it's good timing. It's tied in perfectly. <laughs> all right. I'll all shut right, the fuck guys. up. Bye. Bye.